Hello, my name is Jeff Hall, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I am going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be. Will I become who I want to be? It's going to be a fun ride. So mount up and come go with me. All right. This may be a little bit more of a, of a fun ride, maybe a little wild ride than, than what I normally do. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up today. I'm, I am not a happy camper. You know, and I've had too many calls recently. And I love these calls, right? I, but I, I have had too many calls recently the people just feel this general discomfort. They know something, something serious is not right. And they're asking me about which gun to buy. Um, you know, I've got to get this license. I've, I've got to, I've got to figure this out. And, and look, the bottom line is this. And I, I told somebody, keep your powder dry. And, you know, it goes back to the soldiers, you know, they had to keep their powder dry and ready to fire in case they needed to shoot. And, uh, you know, today it's just come to mean, you know, just be prepared. And I really don't think that, you know, I, I really don't think that it's a shooting war. I, it's, it's, a, it's spiritual warfare, right? Like, for example, a lot of the things that I'm going to talk about in this podcast today have got nothing to do with shooting. You can have all the guns and, and ammunition you want, and, and it wouldn't help. And, you know, the, the, real, the real part of being prepared is, is just being mentally prepared and being dangerous. And that's what this podcast is all about. And I'm going to talk about a few things that, that have really got me fired up. And, and I think... What really did it this morning, uh, you know, I, I'd been listening to some Audible books. I like to listen to Audible as, uh, and I, whatever, I'm not, no endorsement of them or anything, but that's just what I have. And um, I listened to some books on on this this webpage or, or whatever, and, and I listened to audiobooks. And it, it allows me to, to stay focused and allows me to get my mind in the right spot and and be where I need to be. And today, for whatever reason, um, I had trouble hooking it up in the car. It didn't hook up right or something. And I was listening to the radio and, and I enjoy the music, right? So I was listening to some country station and uh, just jamming along with some tunes and enjoying my, my ride. And, um, <laughs> and this commercial comes on about how, you know, you need to get the new booster because your kid might miss some school. You want to you wanna make sure that they get all the indoctrination that they can get and, and that they, they go in and, and listen to their teacher fill their heads full of, of, of junk that, uh, you know, wouldn't pass for learning back in the day. But now, you know, we, we have to be tolerant and, and, you know, make sure they get their pronouns right. And uh, you wouldn't want to miss a day of that because you had COVID. So you better get your booster and it, it covers the new Omicron variant and uh, whatever the newest 
whatever the newest boogeyman is that we're selling today. So you better get your you better get your your booster. Meanwhile, we've got athletes dying on the field, and all of a sudden, it's okay for an NFL player to take a knee and 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 bow in prayer and be respectful. You know, I, I remember when Tim Tebow did it, and um, you know, they're like, "There is no room for prayer in the NFL," and blah blah blah. And we don't want anybody being grateful that they have this fantastic job, if you will, to play a game making millions of dollars. We cannot be thankful. We cannot be grateful. You know, better not take a knee, Tim Tebow. We're going to find you. But now all of a sudden, um, because this this guy, you know, uh, and I don't even know. I don't even know who it is. I, I think it's I, I, I was literally flipping through some channels the other day or I was out of the bars. Uh, that's what it was. I was at. Uh, having lunch. Uh, a guy took me to lunch the other day and, and I saw on the TVs, I think the number is three. So I don't even know who this dude is. Like, I gotta be honest. I don't listen to enough, uh, mainstream media to, to, to really get a good deep level of what's going on. Some, some football player got hurt. Some dude that was totally healthy all of a sudden now isn't. Um, <laughs> and we don't know why we can't figure it out. We have no idea what it could be. And, you know, I've spent enough time troubleshooting on airplanes to know that, you know, well, what's changed? What's changed over the last couple of years? See, in nineteen in, in 2019, athletes weren't, it wasn't a normal thing for an athlete to fall down, to die on the field, um, to pass out, to be totally incapacitated. That wasn't a normal thing. And now all of a sudden, it's becoming fairly normal, right? Uh, whether it's tennis players, I've seen reports, tennis players, soccer players. Um, I really haven't seen a whole lot of hockey players because that's the one uh, that, that I follow most, honestly. And, and so I haven't seen a lot there, but obviously football players, uh, I've seen baseball players. And now, uh, you know, today I, I had somebody send me this, this news report. It's from NBC News. And it, it just basically said, um, Air Force offensive lineman, 21. So he's 21 years old. He's an offensive lineman. And he's in the Air Force. I think they do physicals and stuff when you get in the Air Force. So they probably have a pretty good baseline. This guy seems to be probably, at one point, was very healthy. He's 21. He's an offensive lineman, plays football. He dies after experiencing a medical emergency. That's what they classify it as. Right. A medical emergency like we don't know what this caused this on his way to class. And his name is Hunter Brown. Hunter, this country, the, the men in this country, the people who didn't stand up and demand better answers. We all owe you uh, 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 an apology because in Hunter's family, I, I feel bad. Like I, I love I love my military. And, I, you know, I joke a lot. You know, the Air Force is similar to the military. Um, but. But I, I no look honestly, um, this is no place for that there here. But you know, Hunter, we we owe you a debt, right? Like um, this is just wrong. Here's this healthy kid, and now he is no more. And you know, these are some of our best and brightest on their way, at least, um, and willing to serve his country, loves America, and here he is. He's gone. And at 21, 
and we don't know why. Supposedly, we we can't figure it out. We we don't have uh, we don't know what's going on with this. And and I can tell you what's going on, but you know I'm just a conspiracy theorist. Except apparently, you know I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a cross prognosticator um, because a lot of my crazy theories are coming true, right? Like, oh my goodness, who knew, who knew that conspiracy theory just meant like spoiler alert, but you know, and, and now we've got t- today. The other thing that just really spun me out a little bit is we shut, we shut all the airlines down. We shut down. We stopped travel by air. We stopped air travel. The FAA did. And, and once again, I didn't get the whole story. I, I know um, the NOTAM system, and it was computer error or whatever. And I'm a pilot, so I know what the NOTAM system is. And it, it tells you about uh, things that can be very, very important. And, you know, there's there's ways around it. We, we should not have shut down the entire, uh, entire air system. And I believe it's just a way to assimilate us to getting ready to, hey, the government can come in and shut down travel just like that. At a moment's notice, we're just going to tell you that you cannot travel across the country. We're going to make things difficult for you if you want to cross borders. And if if this doesn't scare you, you're not paying attention. Right? And if you're telling me our air travel is so fragile that a computer error and a computer... like. We build redundancies. Like, do you remember? The, I, I'm old enough to remember the, uh, the 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 Y2K thing, right? Like, where we were building redundancies on on top of redundancies for these computer systems, right? Like, this is fixable. This is this is doable. And if you're telling me that our air system is that fragile that the government needs to come down, there's a problem. First off, I don't believe it. I don't believe that it's that fragile. I think there were workarounds. I think there were things that could be done. And I think that this is is a false flag, and maybe that makes me like some some weird thing. But there's there, look this this podcast is about being dangerous and, and, and thinking for yourself and understand what's going on. And you know, like I said, I just happen to be a pilot. I know what the NOTAM system is. And yeah, it's important and it's not something that you would shut down an entire country's flight system for unless there was something else going on, right? Like unless you were preparing for more of such things, unless you were trying to, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but what I'm here to tell you is you need to pay attention. You know, I've spent a lot of time in the last couple of weeks and people come to me all the time and they ask me, you know, hey, you know, what what about this gun or that gun or this gun license or, you know, because and, you know, I ask, well, you know, what do you plan to do with it? Why do you want to carry a gun? Why do you all, all this stuff? Right. Like and I, I had I had a. Uh, a conversation similar to that today, you know, I want to get a gun license so I can, you know, in case the, the government shuts down travel. Well, I'll tell you what, a gun license, if the government shuts down air travel, a gun license is going to be the last of your concerns. Honest to goodness, right? Like, cause that's not going to be worth the paper it's written on anyway. 
because if they're going to shut down air travel, they're going to they're going to curtail your travel across state lines in one way or another. And um, the the first thing they're going to do is make sure that you're not armed and able to protect yourself. So. But I've got a lot of people asking me these questions, right? Like, help me pick out a gun. Hey, you know, I want to buy my first gun. What do I need to get? All of these things. And, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. I, in fact, I love it. I love to help people pick out their first gun and, and, and ask the right questions because a lot of that is, is asking the right questions. How are you going to use it? You know, and, and it matters. And, and you know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, my biggest pet peeve, if, if you're a woman, they, they try to put you in the, the smallest gun they can and and make it pink and, and whatever. And, and I'm going to tell you, that's the absolute worst thing you can do. So get somebody qualified before you you make those decisions. And if if you're making those decisions, I, I've got some good news for you. Um, and, and I would never dissuade somebody from getting some training and, and getting a gun by any means. Please go out there, do that. Contact me if you want. I will help you with that. I love to do it. However, it's not the, it's it's not that kind of war. It's it's a war for the spiritual well being of our country and and our people and and just people in general, right? And you know, and, and and I'm not the guy that says there's not a place for for firearms because they're a great defensive tool and can be a great offensive tool if if that ever comes to that, but. The, the bottom line is that's that's not what we need. That's not the kind of dangerous men we need. We don't need men with guns standing on a wall right now. We need men to stand up and say no and take that leadership role in this country and go, I don't know what the heck you guys are thinking, but you can't do this. We're, we're not going to we're not going to put the we're not going to put the jab into any more kids. Right. Like if you want somebody with a gun, it's show up at a school and say, you are not jabbing these kids. I'm going to protect these kids because they don't know. And they certainly don't need what, well, you know, I, I, I looked and, and it was 72, 72, some odd vaccinations. Look, I am not, somebody accused me of being anti-vax the other day in the in the in the men's group that I had signed up. And and, and these were a, a good group of men and they're trying their best, but they're a bunch of sissy boys. And I, I, I'm just not going to be part of that group. I got to be honest. If you got to, if you got to go and you got to get a test for a vet, cause that's, that's, it, it, it devolved into that. And, and, um, it devolved into that. I had to be tested to be part of the group. Well, see, guess what? I don't need to be tested cause you're not my group. You're not my people. You are not men in my, in my opinion. I'm going to let that sink in. You're not men. If, if you can't stand up and say no, you're not the men that I want to associate with. And I'm sorry, because and, and maybe even a couple of those guys are listening to this podcast, but you got to reach down, sack up, cowboy up, however you want to say it. If you got to take a test to know whether you're, you can go outside and, and, and congregate with other people, you're not the man I want to be hanging out with. You're not my group. And so I was told I was anti-vax. And, and I got to tell you, I, I don't feel that way. But I, I'm feeling that way more and more and more and more. Because as the agenda comes out of Pfizer and, and, and all, these, all these other companies that have these agendas, as, as this comes out, I'm going, well, man, are any of these any good? Right? 
But and I vaccinated my kids. I've been vaccinated. Good God, I was in the military. I, I've had every freaking vaccine known to man up until you know I got out. But then you know I, I, I got a little off track. I'm sorry. But then you know I we we celebrated recently the the two year anniversary of January sixth, and we've got the Supreme Court decision about the 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 vote right the 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 election. And, and we're still talking about this. This is two years later. We're still talking about this. And they can't figure this stuff out. And it was figured out a long time ago. Look, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I think the election was absolutely stolen. And uh, I've got a good friend of mine, Rick, who is, uh, I want to get him on this podcast. But, uh, you know, he talks about such things. And, and I agree with him, right? The, the, the Supreme Court can't overturn this election now. They're not going to. And I know they're going to hear what these brothers are talking about. And and, um, you know, I, I but they're they're look, they're, they can't. They just can't. It would be too much chaos. They cannot make that happen. And um, as much as and, and so who knows what's going to happen with that. But the Speaker of the House thing, I don't even know if that's resolved. I don't even know if that's rectified. All of this stuff is, is going on in this country, and we've, le- we've, we've actually lost complete control in the last two years. And it started, I think, with COVID, and, and so I, I'm not Republican, Democrat, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to say, I, I think Trump totally mishandled the, the COVID thing. So don't accuse me of being a Trump supporter, because all this started under him. And, I, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I voted for him twice. How's that? Um, but if you're putting your faith in some man in some political office, you're not the dangerous men I need to be hanging with because it rests on your shoulders. It rests on your leadership. We need leadership in this country from men to step up. And yes, I'm saying men. And, and, and we, can, we can dive into this and, and we can talk about how it goes back to biblical biblical leadership and, and all of this stuff. But men need to step up and they need to take the lead. And if you're a feminist, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that I don't love women. It doesn't mean that I don't. It, 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 but But we're not equals. Right. There's some things that women are far better at than us men. And if you can't appreciate that, then you're wrong, too. But the fact of the matter is. I I know I I told you I was going to go off the rails on this one. The fact of the matter is we've got to take men and we've got to put this thing back together. And, And it's it's the whole thing. You know, great times cause men to become weak. And we have been. And, and the feminist movement has has castrated a lot of men. And the the next the next dude that I, I swear to you, I'm going to lose my shit. The next dude I see in a man bun and skinny beans and in, in, in skinny jeans drinking a soy latte. I, I swear to God, I am so sick of this crap. And that you know, part of the reason why I believe, and I love Yellowstone, the TV show. I, I will endorse that. Uh, you know, Rip and, and some of the men on there, they're, they're men, right? 
they're not doing that crap. And I think that's why the country so loves this TV show. I have to believe that's part of it. Because these guys take no shit. And we're not used to seeing that. And we love that, right? Like, uh, you know, I, I don't even know where, I know where I wanted to start with this. And, and I don't even know where I've taken it now. I've talked about all kinds of stuff. The airline shut down, Speaker of the House, January 6th, the, the hunter that passed away, way, way, 21. I can, I can only imagine the pain that his family is going through. I have no idea, thankfully. And I wish I'm sitting, I'm sitting in love to you. But now we're, we're praying for these NFL players that are, are passing out on the field. These are our healthiest athletes. These are our healthiest people. And now all of a sudden, they're not healthy. And we don't know why. Bullshit. We sure as fuck know why. And nobody's saying it. And I'm angry because it feels like I'm a voice in the wilderness and I'm the only one that will actually say, hey, what's freaking changed in the last two years? Why, why were athletes healthy on the field? We would celebrate them. Man, they looked good. We, we liked seeing them in their uniforms. Man, they were the, they were the epitome. This is what we, you know, we strive for. And now all of a sudden, I don't want to be that athlete because they're all jabbed and they're dying. They're getting myo myocarditis, periocarditis. We've got young men and women that are all of a sudden unhealthy. They're having heart issues. They're having blood issues. And we don't know what's causing it. Bullshit. Now, he just made me yell. Nobody made me do anything, right? I'm, I'm mad, right? No, Because I'm here and I'm saying this and I'm all alone. Where are the uprisings? Where? Oh, I know where they're at. Because dangerous men are going to work every day and they're providing for their families and they're doing what needs to be done. And they don't have time to go out and protest. But, but I got to tell you, I, I don't know what the answer is because I don't like protesting and I don't like signs. I'm not that guy. But I got to tell you, we need to get this stuff figured out. Because the longer this goes on and we don't say no and we don't nip this in the bud, the worse it's going to get. And maybe it needs to get that bad until we can get a reset, right? Maybe that's where, you know, the tree of liberty from time to time needs to be, needs to be watered. And I, I've seen it in my lifetime. I've been to combat twice, and I do not want to go again. So please, I'm begging you, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out long before it gets there. And we're running out of time. If you really want to go get a gun, I'll help you. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you figure that out, because we live in the greatest country in the world, and in and the Second Amendment says we can do that. And I, I'm telling you, that's not where you need to start. You need to start in your mind. You need to start in your heart. You need to get your spiritual life 
squared away. And, and to me, that's, that's a routine, right? Like I'm reading good, I'm reading the right books. I'm reading good books. I'm reading things that get my mind straight, get my focus squared away. I'm praying every day. I'm meditating. I am doing the things to get my head screwed on straight and I am keeping my powder dry and I am prepared for anything because this has been a wild ride. I never would have imagined three years ago that we would have done the lockdowns. We would have asked for permission. Please, please, Mr. CDC, allow me to go to work. I will, I will be on my knees begging. To allow you to let me work so I can feed my family. I never would have I, I never would have seen that coming. And I'm begging you and I'm imploring you. Stay dangerous. I know I've, I've gone longer than what I wanted to. I, I try to keep these short, but I, I tell you what, I talked about a whole lot, and I and I am. I'm I'm fired up. I don't know what it's going to take to hold the people accountable, right? Like I, I want to see, I want to see the, the, the radio station manager, right? Like you're, you're playing these commercials. You're continuing this propaganda. And that's what it is. It's propaganda. So I, I, I don't want you to just blanket agree with me, please. And I never want that, right? Like hopefully I'm going to say something. You're going to do your own research. Understand, has COVID ever been, has COVID ever been isolated and identified? Look that up. That's, 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 what about this PCR test? You know, you know, what about the dude that was a Nobel Prize winner? What did he say about it? Don't, don't take my word for it. Part of being a dangerous man is doing your own research. But then, it is so important that we find each other. And this is my voice in the wilderness. I'm shouting out, find me, connect to me. Let's create something where, where other men can join. And, and, and I've got plans for that. And, and I just, uh, I'm a little bit <laughs> premature with this, but I, I just got a little fired up today. Listen to this commercial. We're still jabbing kids. How many healthy kids died of COVID? Like none. How many kids are dying now? And everybody's silent. Not everybody. I'm saying some stuff. There's other people out there, I'm sure. Hook up with me on Facebook. It's Jeffrey Hall. I'm, I'm gonna I'm creating a new Facebook page just for for business and and uh I'm in the process of doing that. And, and I know this is, like I said, this is premature today. I just got a little fired up here in this commercial. And then I, I had somebody send me this Air Force uh, young man who died. And, and I, you know, I then with the air, airline stuff today, it's just, it's just too much. They're not stopping. So you better figure out what you stand for. And always, my friends, I, I will urge you, I, I tell you, I know how it ends, right? Truth wins in the end. Love wins, truth wins, the light will always dispel the darkness. So we win, we win in the end. And and if you ever start to falter and, and, and think about that, just know that we win in the end.
And my friends, please, always keep in prayer, keep in meditation, keep thinking critically, keep asking questions, stand up, say no, and always, always, no matter what, no matter what it means to you, always stay dangerous.